Welcome to Game That Poo! going on everybody it is game that tune back in the motherfucking house it is your boy john harrington here and i got alongside me my uh, nefarious co-host mr david fleming david say hey hey yeah man it's uh, it's you and me tonight buddy we got a we got a great show coming up for him don't we we do indeed tell him what's uh, going gotta- on david uh, so this is August Absurdity Round 2. We have done our... Well, no. we've, we've had our initial seeding round. Yes, so we spread our seed. And this now is technically Round 2, officially Round 1. Week where 2, Round 1. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's August Absurdity, people. It's, uh, it's our annual head-to-head tournament in uh, which we take the game seriously and try and uh, win the August Absurdity crown from one another. And uh, it's the first head-to-head round tonight, so we've got the reigning champion, John Regan. And we've got the challenger, Jesse Moore. So uh, if either of you guys have something to say, I'm just going to let you have the floor for a little while. Johnny, go. Oh, man. All right. Well, listen, guys, I'm here to win. I said before, I am not good at confrontation, but I'm good at winning. Over the past year, I've been working on my confrontation skills. And so I'm here to say, fuck you, Jesse. I'm going to win. And also, fuck everybody. I'm going to win. That's my motto. I'm going to win. I got tattooed on the dick. That's how I assure that I'm going to win this year's August Absurdity. The crown is going to... It's mine, and it's going to stay mine for another year because I am here. I'm John Regan. I'm in it to win it. I am not fucking around. I've uh, That's the end of my Provo and transmission. I have no questions for that. <laughs> it's a pretty bold strategy. Let's see how it works out for him. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, you know, last week didn't go quite like as I planned. You know, I predicted I was going to win. I didn't. Um, however, luck still shined upon me as the Chicago Rattlesnake David decided to take on the most electrifying man in VGM podcast history, John. Which, this leaves the king of absurdity to me. Uh, Johnny, that last week, that last loss uh, last week motivated me. And unfortunately for you, I've been busy this past week. Not only did I listen to 1,000 video game soundtracks, oh. <laughs> I listened to 1,004, and I and I wrote them all down, and I'd like to um, list them off for you. Oh, shit, here um, it comes. Game 1, uh, 1080 snowboarding. <laughs> um, <laughs> game 2, 1942. Oh, man, this is, this is serious um, business. Game 3, uh, 50 Cent, Blood in the Sand. <laughs> Uh, to come up be here a while. Game uh. four, Montreal City Planner Simulator. So Jesse's um, clearly more prepared game, than Johnny. He's playing the he's playing the big times. Game uh, tonight, five, man. 
a boy in his blob. Oh man, uh, uh, game six. We got, uh, you know, we don't have a thousand games tonight. We got five fantastic time. games. Um, <laughs> game seven, 1942. So me and David um, chose four of the games. We got a great fan request in here tonight. I think we're gonna put Johnny and Jesse through the paces. Game eight, Ace Combat <laughs> two. And uh, yeah, I think uh, I think if you know if we can't stop Jesse from reading this list, then I think we kind of just gotta get started. Body show. harvest. Well, we have one uh, more thing—a late, a late addition that I'm bringing to this August absurdity. I asked game, game for people 10, Terry Bradshaw to make, Simulator. <laughs> I asked for people to make predictions on how this is gonna go tonight. We actually got one in. And I'm gonna oh, play it for man. you guys now. To the new GTT voicemail. <laughs> the new GTT voicemail. Alright, well this is Lance. I was supposedly told that I need to call in and predict the events of tonight's match. So, I am going to guess that in Game 1, we'll have Johnny doing Zangief's Double Lariat, in which Jesse will respond by doing Mike Hagar's Double Lariat. They'll meet in the middle and knock each other out. So that's that's a tie for that one. For Game 2, Johnny will hire a cat to distract both the referee and Jesse. And while Jesse's back is turned, he'll do a low blow, giving him the advantage. In game three, Jesse's going to respond by doing a hurricanrana, because why not? Uh, in game four, I have a feeling that both of them will try and get up on the turnbuckle, and they'll end up knocking each other over onto the announcer's table. There'll be a lot of screaming and yelling, because of course. <laughs> and then for game five, they will get up, back up into the ring on opposite sides of the ring, and they will end up running towards each other and do a double clothesline to knock each other down. And then afterwards, the lights will go out, and then they'll hear lightning round, and, and then there'll be a lightning round. That's my predictions for tonight. Okay, bye. Yes, that's right. You can now be leaving uh, Game That Tune messages. So uh, <laughs> yeah, more information on you getting our phone number coming soon on Game That Tune. <laughs> Game 567, Clash of Demon Head. <laughs> Uh, oh, game 568, 1942. So many games during that message. Oh, God. Speed, speed reader, reader baby. <laughs> um, game yeah, so. one. There we go.
All right, guys. This game features 103 playable levels and had another 23 levels coded that were unused. Due to the game's length, it was considered for a time to be one of the hardest games ever. guys how are you feeling and how many levels did you say that game had 103 playable levels Jesus. with 23 unused programmed levels oh my god yeah Ooh. johnny says lemmings which is incorrect and Jesse Moore has the correct answer. This is Kid Chameleon. Hell yeah. Well done, sir. Jesse's on the board first. That's, I will say that soundtrack sounded very Toe Jam and Earl. It did. Yep. I, you know, I was trying to find a fun Genesis soundtrack, and I'm like, well, what's this Kid Chameleon game? That game, it seems like it's fun. And I'm like, oh. It also sounds a lot like Toe Jam and Earl, and I bet that will confuse them. Um, <laughs> tricky, tricky. Yeah, <laughs> man, it's, it's August Absurdity. It's the time for the tricky trick. Um, but yeah, this game, uh, did either of you guys ever play this? You, uh, you Sega Legends, you? Yeah, I've, I've played it. I've, I don't really... It's, I'm not very fond of it, to be honest with you. What, too hard for you? This legendarily hard old game? <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe. That might be it. But so it just, I don't know. It's, I just remember being clunky as hell. Like, the power-ups are kind of confusing, and I don't know, you just die too easy, or it's just, I don't know, it's, it's dumb. I don't know, man. What's confusing about a kid who goes into a VR world and wears a series of different helmets? I don't see what's so difficult to follow about that. 
you get power ups based on different things. You put a helmet on, you're you're a, you're a different thing. And it's oh, uh, so it's not like a it's not like a virtual Bart situation where you're playing all these different weird mini games. It's you are constantly changing your VR helmet around. I've never played this game, so I have no idea what this is. It'd be pretty great if it was somehow a virtual Bart situation with 103 different mini games. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be terrible. They did everything. <laughs> I do think it's interesting that um, like a, an old school retro platformer is like, oh, it's just it's it's really weird and it's it's kind of confusing. You know, you get beamed into this virtual world and get different helmet that give you abilities. Meanwhile, another game in the same time frame where you star as a guy transplanted to a magical kingdom where you grab a leaf and turn into a raccoon. That makes perfect sense. He's a plumber. Yeah. Right, exactly. That's just life being a plumber. You got a problem with um, like the collar? It's like the more they tried to make it make more sense, the less sense it made. Yes. That's uh that's a good description of most video games, but definitely in the case of Kid Chameleon. So yeah, you're a kid who, uh, I guess, gets like sucked into a VR world, because I guess it's maybe the not-too-distant future, and uh, people are being like abducted into a VR games, so you gotta go in there and save them? I don't know. But uh, you start out, and you're this kid, like just some fucking kid in blue jeans and like a white t-shirt. And it's like, all right, yeah, this kid clearly needs to like get bigger and get some power ups. So you get some helmets that it, you know let you do different things. You get like a a knight helmet uh, and like a samurai helmet and um, like a fucking. I think you get like a Jason mask. Ooh. Um, yeah, it turns you into like a Jason type guy with an axe. Um, you get to drive a tank. Uh, at some point, you turn into a tornado. Um, Ooh. You know, all kinds of crazy shit happens in this game. But, uh, yeah, from uh, from Jesse's assessment and from everything I've read about this, it doesn't... I don't think it's fun. <laughs> I think it's really hard and brutally long, and it's like, you know... It's like, man, what the fuck? Like, why would they make this game so long? Like, was this one of those things where it was like... You know, they wanted to make games that, that people would buy and not rent. So it's like Probably, nobody will oh, yeah. ever finish 103 levels in three to five days. So we better, uh, you know, better just load this thing up and, you know, it'll be good. It, it wasn't, but, you know, it, it seems charming. It seems, uh, you know, intriguing. Like maybe it's due for a remake or maybe it went on to influence other games. Like people played this game and they're like, you know, it, I like the, uh, the basis of it. Transformations, kids in magical world. But this game fucking sucks. <laughs> you know, I bet for its time, it was probably pretty cool. But then yeah. it just probably, you know, games got way better. <laughs> yep. I, I think that's yeah, probably true. Playing this back in, I'm going to guess, 1992, like, this game was amazing. But going back to play it now, like, it's probably pretty rough. Yeah. It's cool. It was made by a Sega Technical Institute, so Sega's like USA branch just going nuts all over a game. Ah, uh, so. okay, this makes sense now. Yeah. That explains the lack of whimsy. Right. <laughs> They're in a drop of whimsy in this game, baby. <laughs> you yeah, it's kind of... Helmets like, to turn into murderers. <laughs> it's a very drab color palette in the game, yeah. It's yeah, which is unusual for Sega. Usually it's fantastical colors. And yeah, like I said, like, you know, you start out as the kid, you're wearing jeans and a white t shirt. Like, that's all you got for me? You're, you're a greaser, you know? Yeah. 
Can't see the little pack of cigarettes rolled up in the sleeve, but they're there. Kid Chameleon well, was uh, in that deleted scene of, of uh, Outsiders. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's on the uh, it's on that you know, rare DVD, but it's there. Now, um, I was gonna say it's like that's what the the American programmers were thinking. It's like you know what do what do kids want to respond to? Vaguely strong <laughs> masculine symbols from the 1950s. Pony yeah, that's boy. what's gonna sell games. That also goes a long way towards explaining the cover of the game, which is, you know, a rad-ass kid wearing a leather jacket and sunglasses skateboarding directly into the, you know, towards you with all the, like, helmet powers right behind him. Like, yep, this is the most radical game that ever existed. (laughs) They did. Yeah, you know, I was kind of, like, I'm going to have to try playing this because, like, when, um... When the list for the Sega Genesis Mini came out, I think this was on it, and I was kind of surprised. Like, what? What the? Like, who the fuck played this game? Yeah. But uh, I, I mean, guess now a lot of people get a chance to play it again. Yeah, I'm sure it's going to be uh, rediscovered, and everybody's going to love it. It's going to be or, everyone's number one hey. game on their Sega Genesis Mini. Yeah, I mean, looking at it, it reminds me in a lot of ways of something like Plock. Uh, you know, clearly just like big levels, not necessarily clear on what your objective is, like, you know, a bunch of weird powers that you probably aren't very well schooled on throughout the game, and, uh, you know, a cool soundtrack, and like elements that are charming, but does it come together as a, as a whole package? I don't know that it does. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we're all just gonna have to bust out our new Sega Genesis minis, and, uh, you know, see how we feel about Kid Chameleon in 2019. Uh, how many VR power-ups are there in this game? Uh, I believe there are nine different helmets, all of which give you a different power. And there's 109 levels. 103, 103, yeah. 103 levels. levels. I feel like this is not a good level-to-power-up ratio. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Basically, it- one helmet per ten levels. Yeah, like Kirby's right. Adventure had how many levels? Like, nowhere near that many, and it had 20 power-ups. Yeah, exactly. And, like, think about, like, Super Mario Bros. 3, as David brought up. Like, they have nice short levels. You know, there's a good number of them. Some power-ups come in for one level and go away like the shoe. You know, they find new ways to use the power-ups creatively in other levels. You can but, skip like, around a little bit. Nine fucking power-ups to, to get you through 103 levels. Yeah, that does not divide well. Like that's, uh, <laughs> You're going to get tired of all of these. <laughs> Um, Does it have and a that's save setting system? Aside the fact that the game's probably really fucking hard too. <laughs> like, so yeah, my number yeah. one question is: Can you save your game, or do you have to start all over every single time and try to beat all 109 levels in one go? See, maybe, maybe that's why it's also legendarily hard. Maybe it's a Fester's <laughs> Quest situation. <laughs> you imagine you're on level 100, you die, and you're like, <laughs> I had three to go. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, okay. see, it was funny yeah. too because like I was confused by it. I, I looked up like a video of this beforehand. Usually, when you look up like a full playthrough of an SNES or Genesis era like non RPG game, it's like maybe fifty minutes to an hour tops. And this one was like over two hours. I'm like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm just like skipping around. I'm like, now he's a samurai. Now he's a cyclone. Now he's driving a tank. What the fuck is going on in this game? Soundtrack's good though. <laughs> you go and cook dinner. You come back. It's like he's still playing. Yeah. What level? What now? <laughs> and he's a kid. Is he? A, but he's not a chameleon. He's just a kid. 
the Genesis hmm. can count past 99? This is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess the other thing is that, you know, it probably confused a lot of people because, you know, animal mascots were a thing back then. You call this game Kid Chameleon. It's like, all right, fuck yeah. I got lizard powers, you know, a little tongue action. You know, it's a prequel to Chameleon Twist. And it's I like, can actually, see it no, two directions at once. <laughs> you're just a kid. <laughs> it's like, what's the chameleon aspect? It's helmets. It's like, so you should have called this game Kid Helmet. <laughs> like, or, you know, I don't know, like VR Kid. Or yeah, uh, Kid Helmet just, style. <laughs> kid Helmet just sounds like a product you find at the bicycle store. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's why they went Kid Chameleon. To confuse children into buying this rad ass game. <laughs> now I'm imagining like a nineties platformer where you play as an actual chameleon and it's basically like Castlevania with the whip motion, but you can climb up walls. And that sounds like a far better game. Yeah. You know, tongue instead of a whip, wall climbing, you know. Maybe even some helmets. Just saying there could be helmets. You know, you get a little something on your chameleon horn to give you a power up, like it's uh it's a good idea. But uh, anyway, yeah, this game, it looks cool. And Johnny, I think you have to play it. I, I want to see you stream all 103 levels of this. Oh, or just see how far you get into it before you get to, like, Furious and just go play a fucking, like, bizarre ROM hack, as you do on most streams. So, uh, <laughs> We're going to yeah. play Squid Chameleon. It's Splatoon mixed with K Kid Chameleon. Don't give David it. that big of a boner. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but anyway, yeah, so uh, this game's cool. And uh, I guess we just got to keep going to the next game. Jesse's got a lead. Let's see what's happening, man. Game two. The Japanese box art for this game includes an image of a character that was removed for releases overseas.
Who's got those guesses? I have an additional piece of trivia if you feel- Oh shit, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> Jesse says The Goonies Part 2. And John Regan says Goonies 2, fuck this game. Uh, both are correct. Hey, you guys. So I was going Somebody to had to say it, but it wasn't me. <laughs> I was going to immediately uh, delve into a discussion of the finer points of this game, but instead I'm going to sidetrack that uh, just to ask one question. John, would you explain your subtitle, please? Fuck this game. Uh, I, I yeah, No, we got that. Can you explain that? That's not I, the subtitle of Goonies 2. <laughs> <laughs> so, one, it was always very confusing, because as far as I know, there hasn't been a Goonies 2 movie, so I never quite understood why they made a Goonies 2 game. Two, what happened to the Goonies 1 video game, right? Because, like, we just went straight to Goonies 2. The, like, so is this game the sequel to the movie? Is that yeah, how that dude, works? Yeah, it's a fucking multimedia franchise, and this is the I, official sequel to <laughs> <laughs> I See, now I'm glad I released in Japan only, I think. I was going to say, now I'm glad that I didn't go with the trivia of, despite the game's name, this is the first game released in America, because there was a Goonies game, and it was released in Japan, and then they released the sequel here, but it has nothing to do with the Goonies 2 sequel slash reboot that is apparently in production, and I almost pulled trivia from... Based on that movie. Wait, did they decide Just they were going to do that finally? That seems like a bad a idea. <laughs> allegedly, I don't know if it's actually in production, but... Mm. Just seems um, like kind of bullshit that Sean Astin probably just puts on his Instagram and it's not true at all. Like, You know Corey Feldman hopes it's true. That's it, yeah, Corey Feldman's well, that's because Corey Feldman's hoping for work. <laughs> Um, but no, John, the, uh, the subtitle of Goonies 2 is not Fuck This Game. It is, in fact, the Goonies 2 Fratelli Saigo no Chosen. <laughs> so, uh, oh, you know, get it right, that man. That explains everything. Yeah, I love a which Japanese translate... title that includes the word Fratelli. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, which translates to the Goonies 2, the Fratelli's Last Stand. God, that's great. <laughs> Although, um... Do they die? That sounds fucked up. I... Yeah, the Goonies finally I, kill those awful Fratellis. <laughs> I wanted to bring up, um, so relating to the trivia, the one character who was included on the Japanese box art and not the international releases is Data. So that's racist? Why did that? Because <laughs> Japan was like, we're going to include the one Asian character. And then the rest of the world's like, nah, take him out. That's what fine. What the hell? He's so one they, of the best, best characters. Part. He's did got they, the gadgets. Did they replace him or something? Or, like, is he just, just gone? <laughs> they put a no, I, I, I looked at, like, comparisons of the, the box art, and they literally just kind of, like, cut him out of the box art. What the hell? <laughs> Those fucking, oh, that's uh, fucked up. industrial strength teeth that, that could freaking hold on to shit, and, like... Yeah! He had some fucking gadgets, man. Fuck Inspector Gadget. Data was the fucking man. Yeah. I would have thought they would have cut Sloth off, you know, versus anybody else. I don't know. Sloth's just weird and off-putting. And no, no like, it. is his name Sloth Fratelli? I assume so. Is he, so. like, a, a blood relative, or did they I adopt him, or... We need a Sloth origin story. Dude, Slo oh. you know, Goonies origin Sloth is a, a movie that needs to happen. That's, well, I was, that's what they need to make. <laughs> 
I always thought it took place sometime after that movie, uh, oh, what's it called? Um, Mask? Oh. <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> Game <Yeah>. three. <laughs> Same universe, but the prosthetic work was slightly better. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, so no, I, I never played Goonies 2. Um, it, it seems like the Goonies is a good game, a good movie to make into a game, though, right? Like, yeah, classic Treasure adventure, Hunter. caves, kids. I mean, it's all fun. So yeah, like apparently the original game was very just like strict linear action platformer. Um, Goonies Two is much more Metroidvania. Oh, so like, there are multiple like areas to explore rather than just sequential levels. And what was interesting was you could go into like doorways that would transport you to other parts of the level. But when you went into the doorway, it took like a first person perspective oh. and you would meet like non-playable characters that you could talk to. Um, and one of them was apparently Konami Man, what? who was like a mascot character in Japan that didn't really like catch on in America. So you just like as you're playing this Goonies 2 game, already you're confused. Because it's not the Goonies game, it's the Goonies 2. And then you go into this doorway and you meet this, like, Japanese superhero. It's me, Konami Man. We gotta stop those awful fratellis. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> they murdered my family. Konami Man's a dark and edgy superhero. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, God, I can't wait for Konami Man's introduction to the boys. Uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, I didn't know about Konami Man at all. I was just reading the little, like, wiki entry on it, and it's like, you know, Mikey must capture his six friends who have been, uh, kidnapped by the Fratellis, and inexplicably free a captured mermaid named Annie who never appeared in any other Goonies materials. I'm like, what? <laughs> so it's Goonies and mermaids? Hell well, yeah. And, and that's one of the things that confused me because I was going back like in preparation for this episode, like watching retro reviews and like all that kind of <laughs> stuff about this game. And there were people, a lot of people are really hung up on this mermaid. It's like, what does this mermaid have to do with the Goonies? Like, didn't they find like a pirate treasure underground? Yeah. A mermaid could be there. Let's Pretty be far real fetched, here. David. Yeah. Come on. They didn't find a mermaid pirate treasure. They just found a pirate <laughs> treasure from like regular men. We've all heard of pirates, and we've heard of treasures. But have we ever heard of a mermaid pirate treasure? I mean, you know, it's a, it's a little wink, much. Wink. God, yeah. I, I would mean, play when that it, game. When it comes mermaid to, like... Treasure. Yeah. When it comes to, like, nautical myths, pirate treasure and mermaid are, like, neck and neck for the top spot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well... And where does Konami Man fit into all this? <laughs> I disagree. He's like, bottom ten. <laughs> I feel like pirate treasure is pretty believable... Mermaids are just the result of drunk people seeing manatees, right? Like, I I, I feel like that pirate are treasure trying, could... Are you trying to say that you'd fuck a manatee? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a given. Okay. But... I'm trying to steer this conversation away from fucking sea life, but here we are. Um, <laughs> but I, feel like, I feel like pirate treasure could be real. Like, you could find something buried <laughs> in the sand and there's pirate treasure. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's well known that pirate treasure is real. There's shipwrecks, there's treasure, there's gold doubloons, yeah. pieces of eight. Yeah. yeah. I like how we're discussing, like, nautical myths, and you're like, well, let's discuss the belie believability of this. Like, they're myths. They're not supposed to be believable. <laughs> like, yeah, I could imagine the Kraken at the ocean's depth. That doesn't mean it's actually a thing. 
No, there t- actually are giant squid. <laughs> well, yeah, I know, but they're not like boat crushing size. Oh, they oh are. man, can you they prove it? They fucking fight sperm whales all the goddamn time. Mm-hmm. I was just watching this documentary the other day about like these uh, seventeen giant creatures that are uh, living in different locations all over the earth. And this company, they were trying to, like, uh, revive them and stuff. Some of them live under the ocean. They're, you know, you're saying those are myths? Basically, what I'm saying is, why isn't Godzilla a nautical myth? I mean, he's buried under the ocean, <laughs> awoken up. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, Godzilla should fuck up some pirates yeah. and rescue he, treasure. He's just but- the Japanese kraken is all he is. <laughs> he lives on, the, on an island. <laughs> <laughs> it all adds up. Godzilla, yeah. the ultimate nautical myth. Everyone yeah. has an undersea monster, and it's just yeah. their take on it. That's all it Everybody is. Everybody knows where Godzilla came from. Some drunk sailors saw a manatee, and they're like, I swear to God, that was Godzilla. Like, <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. It was him, all right. <laughs> you sure? It's like, no, yeah, see, that was, I fucked him. Godzilla came from the one sober guy, because everyone's like, yeah, I pretty much fucked that manatee. And then the designated, like, driver of the ship was like, no, you can't fuck that. That's... That's a giant nuclear lizard monster <laughs> that's going to rise from the ocean and stop Japan. But this is back in 1885, so they're like, what's Japan? Right. <laughs> Not my problem. a 500-foot-tall lizard monster? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Whatever. And it was good. <laughs> anyway, none of that really comes up in The Goonies 2. Um, Can you play man, I hope it Man, I hope it comes up in the movie The Goonies 2, though. Like, you know, We got some great ideas here. Yeah. See, that's what we need to do. We just need to fold in fold Goonies 2 into the new like King of the Monsters universe. So yeah. Godzilla versus King Kong versus the, the Goonies. God, Godzilla versus, versus sloth. sloth. They'd be the they'd be so much more entertaining than the humans that were in that Godzilla movie I watched. It's like why can't these just be kids who are going like wah instead of, you know, a bunch of fucking adults who all have ulterior motives for Godzilla and King Ghidorah. Come God. on. Yeah. I wanna, so basically I really what you're saying is like Godzilla versus Mecha Sloth. That'd be great. <laughs> Maybe sloth Jaguar? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a situation where you can like grow really big. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I'd watch it. <laughs> Mecha Sloth, give him the <laughs> give him now the, see, the secret. <laughs> now see the secret is then they're gonna do Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla, and then his head pops off, and it's Data piloting Mecha Godzilla. See, he could do it, man. That kid is great. <laughs> that's that's right on, man. Slick yeah. shoes. <laughs> Slick shoes, and I'm Godzilla, Mecha Godzilla. Look at me. <laughs> I know we need to find this treasure. Nuclear breath. <laughs> oh, I love. Spoiler, at the end, whenever he uh, runs up to his dad, and his dad has all those cameras and stuff, too. Yep. And, they're, and they all look, they're like, oh, they're just the same. <laughs> Nerd dads. Anyway, uh, Goonies rules. I hope the movie sequel isn't really a thing. Um, David, you picked this. Anything else on Goonies 2? No, it's a surprisingly difficult but enjoyable NES Metroidvania game. And it's got an awesome soundtrack. It does have an awesome soundtrack. Yeah, I forgot to say, I don't want to play it because it's an NES Metroidvania game, and those are all notoriously difficult. <laughs> so, uh, you know, maybe, uh, maybe we can we get like Way Forward or someone working on a Goonies 2 remaster? Like, let's uh, let's bring these up to date. Let's you know get the Goonies platform series going again. Um, but uh, in the meantime, let's uh, actually. Let's, I'm oh. gonna double check one thing. Can um, you can you play a Cindy Lauper? 
Ooh, good Sadly, question. no. Um, although that was soundtrack. that was one thing I did want to double check. Um, so the composer for this game, speaking of the soundtrack, is uh, Satoi Terashima, who is well known for being the woman who composed Vampire Killer in the original Castlevania. Strong resume. That's awesome. <laughs> Like, all right, yeah, Vampire Crew is dope. You can have, I don't know, Goonies too. <laughs> like, the whole game. Just on the strength of that one, you know, composition. Done. So, uh, hell yeah, man. Let's, uh, let's keep it going to the next game. Game three.
All right, guys. This game, uh, this game's story was designed to be comedic, up to the point that the player starts liking the characters and then develop its drama. In an interview explaining this, the director of the game compared his approach to American TV series such as Beverly Hills 90210 and Glee. guys how are we feeling on this pretty good fantastic awesome so yeah. this is our fan request for the evening before you guys reveal your answers uh i want to thank our requester <laughs> ray anus uh that can't be right whoa R- rainus 
Rayanus, something to that effect. Uh, they're in the Discord and they requested this game. So Johnny says Eternal Sunshine and the Spotless Mind, which is incorrect. And Jesse has the correct answer. It's Bravely Default. <laughs> Hell yeah. Johnny, I can't believe you didn't get this right, man. What the fuck? Bravely Default. I've, I've played all the Bravely Default games. Such I, as? I mean, um, Bravely Default 1. Um, which was a bold move putting one in the title of the first game. Uh, Bravely Default 2, Electric Boogaloo. Uh, Bravely Default 3 goes to LA. Mm. Okay, any more? Um, no. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I thought. (laughs) I am actually surprised because I I thought you had played this, Johnny. I mean, this was a huge game on the 3DS. You have a 3DS, right? Yeah. We've been over this. I have a lot of 3DS. And you have a 3DS, right? I have a 3DS. I have four games. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. And Bravely Default is how many of the four? Uh, Five. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. Um, Doesn't quite add up. I don't abide by normal physics in my house. (laughs) This 3DS doesn't obey the laws of physics at all. (laughs) You walk in my house, pants come off, physics go out the window. It's just... just it's a crazy time. Okay, cool. So I'm never coming to your house. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway, uh, you know, I think you'd really like this game, John. It seems right up your alley in a number of ways. Go it on. It is an RPG for the okay. Nintendo 3DS. Okay, good. It's a spiritual successor to Final Fantasy IV, a game in your favorite series of all time. I love Final Fantasy 4. I've played the unofficial fan translation of it. Mm, okay, now. Interesting uh, that there's an unofficial fan translation for a game that was released in America. Yes. yes. because Johnny the, prefers the unofficial version. Because the American version was toned down. Like, they dropped swear words and things like that. And Final right. Fantasy, it was called Final Fantasy 2. Mm-hmm. Chilling out in milk bars. Yeah. So he like, had the one with the cool title screen that said four on it, and everyone yeah. else was playing the big stupid two, big number. That's two, the unofficial that's fan right. translation. It changes all four or all twos to fours. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you meet that sexy young sorceress who's been around for forty-five years. Like, wait, what? Hmm. <laughs> um. And yes, uh, it, I mean it's got character designs by uh, Akihiko Yoshida, who uh, you know he was a longtime character designer for SquareSoft, uh, and he designed characters for some of your favorite Final Fantasy games like Tactics, mm. and uh, and Twelve, and uh, like Final Fantasy Fourteen, the online one. He was an art director on that. I mean, Johnny, I don't really know why this uh, this game isn't you know completely defining your wheelhouse. Like it's. Uh, you should have had this by, like, note six of the first song. Yeah. I feel like you've confused him with me. Hey, wait a minute. Uh, hold on. Let me check my notes here. Uh, it's funny because, like, it's half right. Like, I did play Final Fantasy Twelve. <laughs> That's did a you? good one. Twelve is it's good. It's a good game. <laughs> yeah. Johnny, you know, hold, okay, hold on. Uh, you like games with jobs? Yes? Uh, I, uh, No. Shit. Hang on. Let me let me double check my notes here for a second. I just want to see one thing. Johnny, your last name is Moore, right? It used to be. 
Right, but and then you got married. We Fuck. we all signed an agreement before we started the show that that would never come up. There's reasons for this. Right. <laughs> uh. Which you can find out on the voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> There's some deep GTT lore back here, people. Um, you know, Johnny's original last name was Deeper, and we'll get into that later. <laughs> um, Literally Deeper. Yeah, Johnny Deeper. Oh, that's my poor name See, now. I was going to say, and I was afraid that I was going to go off the rails by saying, my poor name is Johnny Moore. I mean, both work. <laughs> uh, but yeah, nobody's ever called Johnny Johnny Moore in his life. Um, Until now. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, Jesse, did you play any Bravely Default? <laughs> I played a little bit of it. It's, it's yeah. pretty cool. What did you think, man? I thought it was all right. Um has a cool job system i thought um it did it was a little little uh on the difficult side you had to grind a whole fucking lot mm. um so yeah because you were grindy. like because one of the jobs was like you're a mill worker or no no no, no, no. <laughs> oh it, it, they're more like magical jobs as opposed to like making money jobs although i do believe there was um Ah, there was some kind of weird job that lets you use money for your weapons and stuff, which was weird. Um, Isn't that just called, like, buying things? No, 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 no. Like, they <laughs> like would using throw money <laughs> for weapons. They would, yeah. No, they would throw money at, at enemies and stuff. It was, it was uh, that's probably, okay. kind probably of like dumb, the but... merchant class. Yeah, um, something like that. They, they had something like that in uh, in Octopath Traveler, which I think is somehow connected to this. Besides being published by SquareSoft in certain places, I think Octopath does have like some uh, some same pedigree as Bravely Default. But yeah, the merchant you could like pay, uh, you could use your money to like just pay other people to come in and hit the enemy, um, and you, you had like a collect move where you would snatch from the enemy a certain amount of money. So there were money based attacks. Uh, I imagine it's something like that. But yeah, the game seems. Now I want cool. there to be a. I want there to be an RPG with the class of capitalist, where you just like run up and smack the enemy with a sack of gold. Yeah, yeah. I did. Uh. This game actually does sound appealing to me because there's times where you literally just throw money at problems, which is my favorite way to fix things. Like, I don't, I, I'll never change my old man. I'll just pay somebody to change my old. Fuck that shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got a problem. It's that I haven't played Bravely Default. I'm going to throw $30 at that problem. <laughs> problem solved. Now I own Bravely Default. Problem is, I don't want to play it. So I'm going to pay someone else to play it. <laughs> and that's where the expense really starts racking up. Oh. That's why we need people to go to Patreon and pay Johnny to play Bravely Default. <laughs> no wonder Johnny's the absurd king. He's just sitting on all of his wealth, throwing it at people to solve his problems. He's got all that Johnny fuck you money. It's they're ridiculous. Called, they're called Johnny 1%. Yeah. Did we just turn August Absurdity into a class warfare? Oh, I, I think, think so. we did. And I think Johnny's got to lose this one, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to win for the working class. Yeah, that's my man right there. Uh, um, but yeah, uh, Bravely Default's cool. It's got good music. Uh, it's got you know some cool characters. You got, uh, you got Agnes and uh, someone named Tiz. And, you know, yeah, I mean, talk about great pun work. There's a uh, there's a guy with amnesia. Who knows the ca- the name of that character? Oh, that's like the main no remember. I forget. Um. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, what was the name of that character from that movie where Dane Carvey played a um guy with amnesia and he was the a master detective? of disguise? 
No, it's a different one. Clean slate. Wayne's World yes. 2? Clean slate. Blank, blank That's okay. Ring a bell. It's Ring a bell. <laughs> Which is a great name for a character with memory problems. <laughs> uh, so, well done, either localization team or whoever came up with that, because that's, uh, that's funny to me. I, I like Ring a bell. Um, but yeah, it, you know. It's a it's a four person party RPG. You know, it, it looks like a lot of fun. Different jobs. Uh, it uses the 3DS in like nice graphical ways. Like uh, when you're moving around, it's got hand drawn backgrounds, but like with the 3D slider turned up, like certain parts of them pop out. So you know, it looks real nice. Um, you know, it's cool. Um, I hope it continues going as a series. I guess Nintendo picked up publishing rights uh, for like America for these. So who knows how they've done? But you know. They're nice RPGs with good music. Like that's that's enough for uh, for nerds like us, not nerds like John apparently, who just ignore you know fantastic RPGs for the 3DS with great music. I mean, Too John, busy yeah. with his fancy oil changes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Driving a car and getting oil changes, and not bringing your 3DS with you when you go. Come on, man. That it's 15 portable. minutes you that 15 minutes you spend the Jiffy Lube is 15 minutes you can spend. Playing Bravely Default. Yes, yes, that's exactly the reason to have a portable <laughs> handheld gaming system. I mean, you know, what do you? Th- why do you think David plays his games? It doesn't have anything to do with getting an oil change. He's never driven a car in his life, but you know, he brings it with him in case he's got to sit somewhere for a few minutes. Like that's why you have handhelds. In case he still has to get oil change a- for some reason. <laughs> I was gonna say I have a like thirty-five minute commute on a train. What do you think I just do? Stare out the window the entire time? Or masturbate furiously in front of the other people on the train? <laughs> no, he plays video games. I mean, that's Friday on my way back from work. Yeah, you can- the end of a week. You know, these things yeah. are not exclusive. <laughs> uh, yeah. If you want to control the game properly, uh, <laughs> two hands. <laughs> but, uh, That's what I like about the 3DS. It's got that stylus pad. You know, I can just plop my stylus down and go to town. Feel the magic. <laughs> oh, man, have you ever, like, clamped the 3DS? <laughs> no, no, we're done. Johnny, David Fleming slamming his dick in a 3DS. <laughs> oh, new shirt idea. <laughs> yeah! yeah.
So, the main character of this game makes a cameo appearance as an enemy in Kirby Superstar. got their guesses ready or is it an answer oh, this is a fucking answer david oh oh man oh no johnny let's see that penis drawing yeah all right that's the fastest penis drawing i've ever done johnny says a drawing of a penis jesse says adventures of lolo both are sadly incorrect what this is tracks for the Nintendo Game Boy. That's a Game Boy soundtrack? Oh, wow. Like, I thought that was Nintendo. That, wow. But Lolo is also a boss in Kirby Superstar. Yeah, mm -hmm. but also, also in Kirby's Adventure, I think, too. Weird. Lolo um, has made appearances in the Kirby series um, because uh, The Adventures of Lolo was a HAL Laboratories game, if I recall. Tracks was also made by HAL Laboratories, so HAL loves sneaking in their little references. So, I, when I was looking up that trivia, because I definitely remember seeing Tracks while playing Kirby Superstar and losing my mind, because I'll get to this later, I fucking love Tracks on Game Boy. <laughs> um, apparently, in Kirby Mass Attack, there's like one of the unlockable extra modes. One of the bosses in Tracks makes an appearance. It's like a dragon mech with boxing gloves. Nope. Tracks is a weird game. But yeah, uh, this is Tracks for the Game Boy. Has anyone else played this? Nope. Hmm. Didn't First think I've heard of so. It. Um. See, that's that's why we're bringing it today. Um, I have had this game in my back pocket for ages because I knew that no one would ever be able to guess this game. This is one of those obscure, random games, uh, but I fucking love this game. So this was a, a 1991 Game Boy game, and it's basically like a, a shooter because you play as this cute, adorable little tank. 
and it's incredibly short. There's four levels. Uh, each level gets split up into uh, a mini boss and a boss fight. So there's kind of like technically eight levels because they're kind of like split up into two parts. You know, you get to the mini boss, fight them, and then get to the final boss. Uh, it's pretty easy. You can beat this game in like 20 minutes. But nice. That's my kind of game. Like I one, distinctly one remember loop is my limit on how long a game should take for me to beat. Uh, but is it hard? But, I mean, is the game hard? No. Yeah, of course no, not. Not at all. <laughs> so, it's very it's a very easy game. It's a how game. Like Johnny wants a really hard game that he can beat in the waiting room at Jiffy Loop. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I had a I had a lot of fun memories with this game, and I remember getting this game because my mom and I were at Target. And I had saw this game and picked it up because the box art looks cool because it has this tank like bursting like over a ledge with an explosion behind it. It's like, oh, this game looks fun. And my mom kind of saw me look at it. It's like, oh, you like this game? Does this look good? Throw it in the cart. We'll get it. Damn. Wow. I I was born a poor black child in Alabama. Like, I I got games. Um, <laughs> it's a reference, it's a reference, reference to the, to the Steve Martin movie, The Jerk. I know like, it is. I yeah. just you know, want you to say that before you continue. <laughs> Which was also made, like, a long time ago. <laughs> so, like, Steve we've, discussed on the show, <laughs> we've discussed on the show before, like, I didn't have money growing up. So I basically got games at Christmas and my birthday, and that's it. So, like, to randomly get a new Game Boy game, like, that was a huge deal. No, that's baller. So, I played the fuck out of this game. Yeah, no, I can't think. There, actually, no, I, you know, if we're doing just parental moments of generosity, uh, there was <laughs> when me and my brother, we really wanted the first Mortal Kombat for SNES, and, uh, you know, my mom was holding out on us because she really didn't want a violent game. And uh, she finally, I guess, found out that the SNES one didn't have the blood. And therefore, she deemed it okay for us. <laughs> so uh, we came home from school one day, and she's like, "You know, all right, guys, you know, do your homework, and then I've got something for you." And it, she just like produces Mortal Kombat out of nowhere. It's like, it's not our birthday. It's not Christmas. This makes no sense. There shouldn't be a new game here. Like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> so it's like uh, you were looking at your brother. Like, is your report card good? Was my report card good? Did like, we earn this? Is like, it your birthday? For any reason? <laughs> Because it's not my birthday. Uh, <laughs> Our birthdays are four days apart in October. And it's like, it's March. Like, why is she holding a game? What this doesn't fuck? make any sense. I love the idea that you get very suspicious. <laughs> like, yeah, immediately. She, like, she's up you know, it's like, wow, thanks, Mom. Wait a minute. Why? Is <laughs> this a learning game? Someone's dead, aren't they? <laughs> All right, whose yard do we have to claim? <laughs> What's the catch? Where's I the love dog? The idea th- I love the idea that she buys a, a, like a copy of Simeon and swaps the label out. <laughs> oh my god! Dude, that would have been diabolical. <laughs> if she really did her research, like, she used 1993 Google to be like, what's the <laughs> shittiest thing I could buy these kids? <laughs> and, and bought some labels and you know, really fucked us. But no, I mean, I love the idea of David's mom being in, like, fucking, you know, Kmart and just being like, oh, you want the game? Yeah, toss it in. Like, that would have blown my fucking mind. No, <laughs> like, me too, And dude. it blew my fucking that mind. That occasionally and- worked on, like, Baseball cards or something like not yeah, games, po- yeah, <laughs> yeah, right? Hell Magic- no, <laughs> yeah. Pack of Magic cards, sure. A video game, no, no, no. <laughs> no. 
Um, but the game is fun because you're you're basically like there's a there's an intro cutscene where like an evil army is invading, but it's all very cutesy, and like one band of resistance manages to steal one tank. So you're like this one tank against the world. I was gonna ask. And you does the tank have a name? Tracks. Okay, just you know, I thought maybe that was just uh, not you know the name of the game, but I was like, let it be like you know, tr Tanky the Tank or something like that. You know, so something tank real Hill. cute. <laughs> but you go through. Um, it's a it's a basic kind of scrolling shooter. You can control your character. Um, the the one kind of downside is it's a tank game on the Game Boy, so you know the D pad moves you one button fires, and then the other button turns your turret. So if you want to shoot, like, slightly to the right, you push the button once. If you want to shoot slightly to the left, you have to push the button seven times to completely rotate your turret around yeah. to be able to shoot that way. Oh, oh. <laughs> but it, it does get easier because there are power-ups. There's a, a missile power-up that's, like, anti-armor. There's a, a spread shot that shoots, like, three shots out. There's a bomb power-up that you shoot it, and like halfway down the screen, it explodes. So you make this explosion down the rest of the screen. And then there's a power-up that shoots in front of you and behind you. And it doesn't seem super useful until you realize that like you can position your turret sideways. And then basically just go up the screen and shoot anything on either side of you. So it does become useful if you think about it. Like Initially, you're like, nothing's coming behind me. This is dumb. But as you rotate your turret, it's like, wait, I can shoot all around me at all times. This is awesome. Yes. That yeah, sounds good for, I mean, for like a Game Boy shooting game. I didn't even think, you know, eight directions would be uh, be in the mix. If you're going to be four directions and no field of view because it's the Game Boy. <laughs> like, you can shoot the thing that's in front of you. That's it. You know? <laughs> shoot that. It's there. It, is it a first-person shooter, or is it like a top-down shooter? A it's first a top-down shooter. shooter on Game Boy? It exists. Yeah, Faceball 2000. Yes. Look it up. Okay. I'll it supports it up to it. 16 players. How, um, how close do you have but, to be with all those friends and all those link cables? It's <laughs> like a big daisy the, chain. The main character... Damn it, Jesse. Um, the main character is, it's a pretty small sprite, but the bosses are fairly large and very intricate, and they have that, like, early Nintendo wacky design, like, there was a helicopter boss who would take off its blades and then use those as, like, a shield to deflect your shots, there was a dragon with punching gloves, there was one boss that I distinctly remember who was basically a giant sphere that would split open and then, like, shoot at you from there. Um, so as you, like, shot the sphere, it was all a giant shield. You had to wait until it opened to get to the weak spot. And then there was a boss, the third level, I think, was a, a cave. And the end boss of that was a clown. Ooh. And I don't know why, but it was just, like, a giant robotic clown head that would come out. And then, like, a hammer would kind of pop out and, like, a stretchy arm. And... I could understand, like, oh, we're going to make all these, like, mecha robots to fight you. Make one a clown. Whatever. But why you put that in a cave? It's, like, I don't necessarily understand. It, it, it's in line with Japanese uh, mythology. <laughs> yeah, those a lot those. of clown caves over there. <laughs> oh, my God. 
<laughs> Those people are very serious because <laughs> they had to spend their lives avoiding clown-filled caves. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I believe we'll have to see if we can get him on the show, but our good friend Shiggy, I believe that's why he created the first Legend of Zelda. He was exploring caves, looking for clowns, and thought, I should make a fantasy game. Right. And you can't tell me that Bozo isn't a Japanese name. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I, I'm, I'm trying to think of something scarier than a cave full of clowns, and I honestly can't. <laughs> Hell no! no. <laughs> like, of course not. I mean, even if you're in a tank, a cave filled with clowns is terrifying. Yeah, <laughs> that new It movie looks like so crazy. It's basically yeah, the opposite it, it of involves a, a tank. <laughs> yeah, it's basically the opposite of a clown car. Instead of a tiny space filled with clowns, it's a large space filled with clowns. <laughs> I mean, you get way more clowns crammed in there. I just clowns see, I fill thought, the space of whatever they're occupying. They're, they're a gas. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that instead of a clown car, it was a clown tank, and a tank rolls up, the hatch opens up, and then clowns just pour out of it. Ah, oh, God. Also a nightmare. <laughs> there so is a clown tank in that uh, growl game. <laughs> Jesus. God, I'm going to have a tough, tough time sleeping at night. <laughs> tough time all these stuff in the night. All these clown uh, nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, let's get out of the clown cave. David, is there anything else to say about tracks? No, it is a it is a very fun game, and if you can track it down, which I'm sure you can Tra- from a local uh, corner uh, store, uh, 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 give it a play. Uh, <laughs> tracks is awesome. Hey, hey. he's right. So uh, Jesse's got a commanding lead going into this final game. Let's uh, let's see what happens. Game five.
right, guys. So, trivia for this one. Excuse me. Reviews of this game were mixed when it came to the newly added team mechanics, but were largely positive on the overall gameplay, with some calling it a pure, action-packed experience, more so than its predecessors. feeling fantastic yes i'm feeling great but i know the answer (laughs) uh jesse says tech and tech tournament which is unfortunately incorrect johnny has the correct answer this is sonic heroes sonic heroes oh i didn't think i would actually try to sing that that was a mistake um man Sonic Heroes. Was Sonic Heroes the first... Speaking of mistakes. Was, <laughs> yeah. this, the, was this the first Sonic game on, on not a Sega console? Well, uh, wait. No, I guess not. No. I, I think this was like the first mainline Sonic game that was multi-platform. This maybe? was the first Sonic game on the PlayStation 2 and Xbox. Uh, I don't feel like looking up right now what preceded this on the GameCube. Something did. <laughs> Probably uh, Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. Oh, yeah, like Adventure 2 Battle, yeah. Um, First new Sonic game not on a handheld and not on a Sega console. <laughs> like, right. Definitely yeah, because the Neo Geo Pocket Color has a Sonic Pocket Hell Adventure 2. Yeah. yeah. That game's mm. awesome. So, anyway, Sonic I, Heroes, man. What a game. Am I, I right? I love. I love. Game, like milestone games with a giant list of qualifiers. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> Sonic's got that baby. <laughs> um, 
Johnny, did you ever actually play Sonic Heroes? No, it did not look very good. So you ought to be fucking ashamed of yourself, Sonic boy. <laughs> How could you? Yeah, uh, I Jesse, think everything after Jesse, what Adventure kind of fell off the map for me. <laughs> Jesse, did you ever did pick you play, up... Uh, I thought you enjoyed Adventure 2. No, I never beat it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're wrong, I don't. <laughs> I was really thrown off by Sonic Adventure 2 because I felt like the cutscenes all ended at weird times and where like the pacing was odd. And that was enough to make me like, I don't know if I like this. <laughs> Man, <laughs> you want to talk about weird cutscenes. Let's talk about Sonic Heroes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so do you know the uh, you know the main crux of this game then is that uh, there's four different teams that you play with and you go through the game playing as various teams. And uh, I think the teams are actually like meant to be you know more easy or more difficult uh, depending on which one you pick. Uh, three of these teams fine by me. One of these teams, big fucking mistake here. <laughs> um, so Johnny, can you speculate, or you know, do you know, you know, who is who's the team of three that would be Sonic Team? Um, Sonic Tails Knuckles. That's correct. Jesse, would you like to say who is on Team Dark? Um, Shadow. Mm-hmm. Uh. Uh, Rouge the Bat. Rouge, yes. Rouge the Bat. Um, and uh, that Robotnik robot thing. Yep, E123 Omega. He's right. David, who is Surprise on... lightning round. <laughs> <laughs> David, do you know who's on Team Rose? Uh, Amy Rose? I'm going to say Big the Cat and then... Cream the rabbit, maybe? Yes, that's correct. Okay. Uh, yeah. And then the uh, the final team, making their Ooh. first appearance in quite some Wait. time. I want to guess. Go for it. Vector Crocodile, Espio the Chameleon, Charmy B. Team Chaotix, baby! They're yeah. back! <laughs> They're not the ones I have a problem with. Those guys are fine. <laughs> it's Team Rose, man. What the hell? <laughs> like, who wants to play a game as Amy... Big and cream, like, oh my God! It's almost like, uh, like Tim and Eric level punishment, like run through the game. Like, it makes no sense that anyone would play this. <laughs> I mean, I would, Johnny, you're I a big would... fan of Big the Cat. Oh, I love that guy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, cool. I fucking hate that guy. Oh Jesus Christ. Um. But yeah. I would I would play through the game as Amy Rose. Like you have the hedgehog speed, you have a giant hammer for like a melee attack. Like I could see that as entertaining. Big the cat, you know, maybe he's got a fishing pole, like you could do some grapple attacks, like possibly. Right. Cream the rabbit is useless. Yeah. Straight up, like cream is useless. Poor so like little, why Poor little cream. No. Um Yeah, uh, Oh, it's 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 exhausting. But yeah, so anyway, each team there's a speed character, a flying character, and a strength character. So you know each team has those three elements to it. So it's kind of the same stuff no matter who you play as. But like the teams have different wrinkles to them and different story interactions and things like that. Uh, I got some cutscenes saved. <laughs> if you want to hear some fantastic voice acting. Yes. Oh uh, my god, yes. You know, like yes. like the scene where Team Rose runs across uh, Team Chaotix. 
Excuse me, miss. I was wondering if I could ask you something. If it's about a date, it'll have to wait. Date? You think this is a joke, you little brat? Now hand over that chow nice and easy. I bet you you're the one who took chocolate chow. What? It's not nice to tease my friends. Yeah, time to rock and roll! Oh, this shit's exhausting. It was incredible. <laughs> was Amy played how... by Fran Drescher? <laughs> I hope so. I, was saying, I love how based on just the sound, I could tell exactly which character is which. It's like, oh, I the, incredibly, the incredibly <laughs> demure, like, I don't think that that's cream. Yes. Oh, it's mean to tell. Okay, there's Big. <laughs> it's me, the big fucking Lummox. Oh, look, it's Big the Cat. Um... <laughs> No, it's just bizarre, man. Like, you know, this was my first time ever hearing like Big the Cat cutscene. I'm like, wait, is that what Johnny was complaining about all those years ago? <laughs> like, yeah. What the goddamn it is going on here? <laughs> like, that's it's terrible. Um, but uh, yeah, so they and they have like, you know, obviously team versions of each cutscene. So let me just play a little bit of uh, each one. This is from when you fight a, a Doctor Eggman mini boss, and it turns out not to be. It's an Eggman robot, not uh, you know, actual Dr. Eggman. So here's Team Sonic's cutscene. <laughs> Once again, you fools have been tricked. It's a fake? From these tales. Watch as I conquer the world with my air fleet, and this time you can't stop me. Dread, a trap to stall for time. Sonic! It's not an Eggman robot. Sonic! Knuckles! Wait for me! All life form data successfully copied. Uh, so yeah, that points to actually to another thing that I need to bitch about. Uh, they got an actual eight-year-old to play Tails. <laughs> That's what I was about to ask. Like, does somebody's <laughs> kid play Tails? Because it really yes. sounds like somebody's kid plays Tails. Somebody's awesome. fucking kid plays Tails, and it's like... You didn't want to why? hire, like, you know, I'm not saying you got to hire, like, Nancy Cartwright, who's an adult that can play a fucking kid, but, like, why'd you get an actual fucking kid to play this? You know, is Tails canonically eight? <laughs> like, I, I mean, don't maybe? get it. <laughs> yeah. Fuck Tails if he's an eight-year-old. I hate him. Whoa. 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 God, that's gross. <laughs> not what I meant. Yeah. We've had so many weird statements on tonight's show. <laughs> uh, anyway, so, yeah, same scene, Team Dark. So, pretty standard video game style cutscene, normalish voices. Uh, Team Chaotix. Good job, boys. Guess that Eggman was a fake after all. Of course it was. Oh. Listen carefully. There's a jungle just to the north. Oh, they have a walk and talk. Got it. You know what? Our client sure seems to know a lot about this Dr. Eggman guy. Definitely an agent. A relative, perhaps. Strangely enough, I had the same weird feeling about our client's real identity. It could be you-know-who. 
Yeah, also, I didn't realize the Chaotix ran a detective agency, but apparently that's what they did. <laughs> oh, yeah. Didn't you watch the I didn't anime? I realize the Espio's voice was that low. <laughs> it varies wildly from scene to scene, actually. And finally, the one that definitely sounds like a perfectly normal video game cutscene and makes perfect sense Team Rose. things wrong with this team like you know cream is apparently just some sad sack rabbit who's you know i don't know there's i don't even know what a chow is and i don't want to get into it but like there's been a chow napping uh and you know despite what's going on in the scene big the cat is just talking about that goddamn frog it you know that tracks i mean mean, is he like the fucking Groot of the series? Yes. Like, no matter what's going on, he's that, looking for a frog. Of all the things happening in that scene, that's the one part that actually is consistent and makes sense. Yeah, but I mean, there's a there's a game with plot going on. There's you know, right. robots and myste- you know, mysterious, uh, mysterious stuff happening. Yeah. And, you know, who knows what's going on behind the scenes. Ultimately, yeah. it's, it's, it's Metal Sonic. And all that fucking cat cares about is that frog. Like just like Sonic Adventure I mean, One, the exact same thing. You you do know that Big the Cat is the Lenny of of mice and men of the Sonic universe, right? Like <laughs> I'm I've learned that by researching Sonic Heroes. This, uh, what a mess. <laughs> it's uh. Yeah, oh no, no it's, Sonic crushed my froggy. Uh, that's serious. What a mess. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it is. <laughs> God, I really like the Sonic Heroes director's cut. <laughs> anyway, um, I hate this. Uh, <laughs> the game looks vaguely fun, but uh, it's like you have to control three characters at the same time, and you know, it's uh, it's early two thousand Sonic stuff. So no, it's probably not very much fun. But uh, it's got a cool soundtrack, man. Uh, you know, trivia question also, or uh, you know, trivia fact. Uh, it's got the only. It's the only Sonic game in which the uh, title of the title theme is the name of the game. Yeah, oh. Sonic Heroes theme from Sonic Heroes. <laughs> so, uh, ah. yeah, think about it. Um, but yeah, so it's got that fun Crush Forty shit, and uh, you know, yeah, it's uh, it's cool. It's you know, it's it's colorful and. You know, kind of fun. In the end, yes, the the main villain is Metal Sonic, and he's like sucked up all everybody's DNA, so he turns into like, like a Metal Sonic like, fucking Godzilla monster. You know, so Ooh. it's it's pretty crazy. Um, Let's say I seem to remember like this being the game where Metal Sonic is the final boss and turns into like a giant three-story robot monster. Yes. Uh, you know. And then he gets beaten by. I think the like there's a cutscene where it's like, ah, you know, if only <laughs> if we had all the chaos emeralds, we could beat him. Everybody like then pulls a chaos emerald out of their pocket 
which I assume you you know acquire by playing through the four unique story paths, and yep. then this is like the true ending. And I'm like, oh man, this this uh, predictable. What do you know? They all have the chaos symbols, <laughs> just like Sonic Adventure, exact same thing. God damn it. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's really something, and uh, you know. So to, I think uh, I think we got one last thing coming up. So to take us into the lightning round, let's hear that Sonic Heroes ending cutscene. A little taste of everything from the game. It's no use. But why can't I defeat you? <laughs> because we're Sonic Heroes. <laughs> Anytime you want a rematch, just let me know. I'll be waiting. Hey, Sonic, wait up! Sorry to leave like this, but I can't let my Sonic get away! Good luck, everybody! <laughs> Sonic sure has his hands full. I guess I'm out of here, too. I think I'll go hunt for someone else. <laughs> she never gives up, does she? Oh, no, you don't. Wait! Yes, that's it for this case. Guess so. But what about our money? Man, I almost forgot! That's light ball! Alright! Our next adventure awaits us, so there's no time to waste! Yeah! We're Sonic Heroes! Question: did, did they have J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah James and as Vector Crocodile? Because that's what that sounded like. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to get pictures of Spider-Man. <laughs> Eggman. Oh, do it. I thought it was a Spider-Man. <laughs> uh, anyway, David, take us into the lightning round. <laughs> uh, so we've got our lightning round. Before I get to the lightning round, uh, I have our special commemorative GTT coin. So Johnny as reigning king, you get to call it in the air. Heads or tails? Heads. It is tails. So Jesse will be going first in our lightning round. Uh, and this lightning round, it is August absurdity. I am shirtless. It is hot. It is summer. So everybody is going down to get a nice relaxing dip in the beach. So I am going to give you the name of a beach level and the year from the game it was released. You have to give me the name of the game. Are we ready? Yes. Sure. All right, Jesse, you are up first. Kanzuki Beach, 2016. Um, Breath of the Wild. That is sadly incorrect. Uh, the correct answer is Street Fighter V. Mm. All right, Johnny, you are up next with Shell Shock 1993. Uh, Turtles in Time. That is incorrect. Uh, the correct answer is Cool Spot. Oh, uh, Jesse, 1986, Coconut Beach. Coconut Beach. Um. Star Tropics. Sadly incorrect. Uh, that is Outrun. Oh. Uh, Johnny, 2002 Gelato Beach. Uh. Super Mario Sunshine? 
That is correct. Yeah. All right, uh, Jesse, Tropical Resort Zone, 2010. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 4? Sadly incorrect. Uh, That was Sonic Colors. Uh, Johnny Summers from 1995. Summers from 1995. Oh, man. Cool spot. (laughs) (laughs) It's all beach levels. (laughs) Sadly incorrect. Uh, That is Earthbound. Uh. All right, Jesse. Ice Cream Islands from 1993. Um. Kirby's Adventure. That is correct. Nice. Yeah. All right, uh, Johnny Vespucci Beach from 2013. Oh God. Ooh. Uh. M- Mario Kart Seven. <laughs> Sadly incorrect. Close. That was so close. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto 5. Oh, yeah. Uh, God, that game's that old? Oh, wow. Hell yeah. Jesse, Costa del Sol from 1997. Oh, um, uh, Final Fantasy 8. Sadly incorrect. Oh, no, no, no. Final Fantasy 7. Fuck. 9999, my man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Johnny from 2011, Mako Woohoo. Uh, Mako Woohoo. Oh, Bass Fishing 10. <laughs> that is incorrect. That is Mario Kart 7. Uh, wow! <laughs> um, Hold on, is that the only... Like recent Mario Kart game that John owns because he has a 3DS. Tell yes. me you own Mario Kart. I own, I own Mario Kart Seven. <laughs> awesome. Uh, <laughs> God, I thought that was going to be a giveaway. <sighs> um, Jesse from 2002, Destiny Islands. Destiny Islands. Um, Wind Waker. Sadly incorrect. Uh, that was from Kingdom Hearts One. Oh, but so no, it's Kingdom Hearts. Um, and finally for Johnny, 2012 Eternal Paradise. Ah, uh, 2012. Beach. Yes. Eternal Paradise. <laughs> um, I'm going to say Eternal Paradise, the game. <laughs> that would have been such a dick move to like find a game named after like a beach level. Uh, no, that is Tekken Tag Tournament 2. Uh. So, um, closing out our lightning round. I thought that was going to go a lot better. Uh, Jesse and Johnny both score an extra point. Yes. Well... It's decided. Johnny, turn on the calculating computer. <laughs> calculating computer activated. Computers. Beeps. Space. Boops. Scoring complete. This game's winner is... 
Seymour. Hell yeah! Awesome. Jesse, just say whatever you want. You you put the scourge of King Johnny behind us to start August <laughs> Absurdity. Uh. So it's now it's gonna be at least one of us three. And yeah, that good. that makes me feel good. <laughs> it's not gonna be him. Ah, <laughs> uh, what a night, man! What a what a good uh, good game, good show, man! I think uh, this one was a lot of fun. And uh, you know, Johnny actually a surprisingly competent uh, opponent for the most part. Uh, kept it close. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, um, he, he's deceptive, man. That's the thing. Johnny pulls out, uh, you know, pull out some tricks and wins some games, but uh, not this year, man. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> the last thing anybody needed was another August absurdity finals with Johnny in it. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Johnny, you may God now, damn, guys. <laughs> you may now give your concession speech. <laughs> well, hey, about that uh, dick tattoo. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. a there's a request from Jaded Gamer in the chat to add someday to your dick tattoo. Yeah, you know, I don't know what's worse, this dick tattoo or that time John made the free, the whole like win thing and then it didn't win. Hey. Uh, I I feel like mine is uh, better because nobody else gets to see the dick tattoo if they don't want to. Classic whataboutism. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Turning it on me. (laughs) If I can interrupt for a second, I feel like the dick tattoo is worse, because you have to add someday, but you're clearly out of room. (laughs) Wow. Dude. Oh, man. (sighs) Anyway. God damn, if that's not a Mario 2 sound. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, wait, no, that's not it. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. Oh, hell yeah. So anyway, excellent game tonight, fellas. Uh, Jesse, I'm very proud of you. Johnny, you know, we give you a lot of shit, but you uh, you put up a good uh, good effort. So great game. A lot of fun. Thank you to everybody for listening. Thank you to everybody making requests. Uh, thank you uh, to everybody that you know tuned in with us for all this absurdity. This has uh, just been the first round, uh, and we'll be back next week with... Me and David going head to head. Johnny and Jesse picking uh, picking five games, turning the tables, as it were. So uh, you know, we uh, I, like, I think we did a good job—a tasteful, uh, you know, thorough, like uh, you know, kind of you know, up and down, difficult, not too difficult, a good August absurdity challenge. So they won't need to turn the tables so hard on us and just like fuck us completely over next week. So uh, you know. That, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm kissing the royal ass a little bit because Johnny is still technically king until someone deposes him thoroughly. Uh, but yeah, this uh, you know this next week it's gonna be fun. So yeah, tune in next week. Uh, we're live every Wednesday night. Twitch.tv slash game that tune. YouTube.com slash game that tune. Facebook.com slash game that tune. Uh, we're in podcast form the following Wednesdays. Check us out there. Um, thanks to everybody checking out patreon.com slash game that tune we really appreciate it it's the home for our awesome exclusives we've got covered ups we've got mixtapes we've got gtt gems we've got uh i guess a hotline now that you can call and leave voicemails for the show so if you want to be featured on the show uh you know hit us up on patreon we'll give you them uh, them numbers and you can just uh, call us and we'll play your voice on the show um and yeah it's uh, we're having a lot of fun we really appreciate the support Special thanks to our super fan tier producers, Alex Messenger, Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, Bradford Stevens, Daniel Perky, all fantastic fellas, and we appreciate your support of the show. And um, 
Let's see, yeah, our request tonight came in to our Discord server, so check us out there. Go to GameThatTune.com, find our Discord link, join us, chat along with us. We really enjoy, uh, enjoy you guys chatting with us. Uh, or you can hit us with requests, uh, GameThatTune at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter at GameThatTune, or you can find us individually on Twitter. I am there at JGangsta187. You can find David Fleming on Twitter at... DFD Fleming. You can find John Regan, tonight's loser, on Twitter at... <laughs> JP Regan JR. And you can find Jesse Moore, tonight's fantastic winner. I feel like it hasn't been said with enough enthusiasm on Twitter at Sega underscore legend. Hell yeah, motherfucker. So, Jesse, you've got bonus tunes for tonight. What are you celebrating your victory with? So I recently found uh, this Mega Ran song where he samples Astanax, which is a... an interesting NES game. Interesting. And, and it's a really, really fucking killer song. I mean, it's Mega Ran, so. So it's called The Rock. My man, Mega Ran. Great game tonight, Jesse. Peace out, everybody. Dumb rappers need teaching. Okay, so two rappers come out the jewelry store with their two bling chains on, right? And they go into the car, it's a Mustang. And when they get there, they realize that they locked the keys in the car. So they're fiddling with the lock for hours trying to pick it. So suddenly the guy that owns it says, Yo, hurry up, it's about to rain. And I've left the top there. Yeah, know that I possess the vibe to stretch your mind with beats by hexagon. We gon' rock to the rhythm, rock to the rhythm. Don't stop till it hit them. Word. Plus I got the streets and the cons and the geeks and the guys on the beats and the rhymes. If you seek, you can find. We gon' rock to the rhythm, rock to the rhythm. Don't stop till it hit them. Word. Yes, sir. Yeah. Who get them lump sums? Why these rappers bump gums? A random drop his front page like a bus plunge. Tryna put a little something in the trust fund. And at the same time, this has some fun. I what would happen if Maya and Koji Kondo made a baby in the 80s and studied the rhyme flow of KRS Then went off to college at the same time, played Final Fantasy and leveled up to 99 At the shows I get pounds and handshakes, I call them my family, you call them my fan base Rand makes music people can relate to, I looked in the mirror when I was young and told me stay true Wax shows from Rand are like Nokia's, no matter how hard you look, you won't see it Cal Ripken a spitting, no days off, I can't afford to be missing and all of y'all thugs with computers look foolish, foolish. You kick-ass rappers are shoeless and just clueless Lurking in the forum just to see who responded Constantly up in your post so folks can comment Man, that's nonsense, stop it and watch When you do blow up, reserve a spot on your job In the meanwhile, gotta make them scream loud Critics are happy like John Coffey Walking a green mile and rock Yeah, know that I possess the ride to stretch your mind With beats by hexagon, we gon' rock to the rhythm Rock to the rhythm, don't stop till it hit them Plus I got the streets and the cons and the geeks and the dons on the beats and the rhymes. If you seek, you can find. We gon' rock to the rhythm. One more. Rock to the rhythm. One Don't more. stop till it hit 'em. Word. In the name of the most magnificent, ran ripping it and just the sis of the whack, mad different. I come off like a toupee, touche. You DVD and I'm Blu-ray. The new way, excuse me. I go in like a joint fade away. Your mock direct deposit when paydays a day away. You can pretend to be ahead of me mentally, but the penalty is. Death or a similar injury. I don't spit them kitty rhymes, claiming that they're killing time. How they really cry? Shut up and give me mine. My level of skills ahead of the field. I raised the bar in 06, not competitors nil. No swears, I ain't trying to go there. Battling Rand is walking on the treadmill. You ain't going nowhere, and no, there is no.
no one testing this So go ahead, take a razor to your necks and wrists and get yourself yeah. well, I know that I possess the ride to stretch your mind with beats by hexagon We gon' rock to the rhythm, rock to the rhythm Don't stop till it hit them, word and Plus I got the streets and the cons and the geeks and the dimes On the beats and the rhymes, if you seek you can find We gon' rock to the rhythm, one more. rock to the rhythm Don't one stop more. till it hit them, word Yes sir, hey yo, I don't brag a lot yo But the raps is hot so I'ma lap the flock while these rappers watch, feel free to hit me up if the track is hot. This year belongs so more hooks and bait and tackle shops. No additives like grandma's recipes. Heavenly devils be measuring me for the effigies. Say it isn't dope, then you ain't listen close. College professors put my biggest quotes on sticky notes. They used to clutch their purses when I walk by. Now they smile when I stunt like the fall guy. Me of all guys, I dig in the archive. Spit a verse, split the game up like apartheid. Hard to think about kids with my persona. I could birth the next Obama or Jeffrey Dahmer Bowling for dollars better stay in your lane Cause we all from the gutter They ain't playing no games So we strike late night when nobody is there Split shifts so nobody is spared Then we outta here Yeah, knew you wasn't supposed to touch it Me and Hexagon, now we bout to blow the budget What? Kid Chameleon is copyright 1992, Sega Games Company Limited. The Goonies 2 is copyright 1987, Konami Company Limited. Bravely Default is copyright 2014, Silicon Studio Company Limited and Nintendo of America Incorporated. Tracks is copyright 1991, HAL Laboratory Incorporated. Sonic Heroes is copyright 2004, Sega Games Company Limited. Uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> the numbers don't matter. Absurd. Yes. It is absurd. Oh, man. John, got... you're going to play How Absurd, or...? Oh, hey, yeah. Do I... Wait, do I have that? <laughs> no. Hot take. I don't think... How I... that's absurd! Our... Yeah, that's on John's That's our hot take. August Absurdity is absurd, people. Yes, thanks.